Hey, buddy. What's up, brother? Okay, you sound uh, okay. You sound better, but you sound okay. Um, should be should be fine. I'm uh, I'm using a plug-in headset. Okay, it just sounds like uh, scratchy. Oh, how about now? Better? Yeah, sounds better. All right, you ready to go? I'm gonna get this music yep. going. Okay, bud. Okay. Sweet. Maybe I can. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be an interesting show. I, I tell you what, when we go live here. I mean, we're live now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <sighs> uh, this will be fun. Okay. Let's see. It's good. Uh-oh. There we go. All right, get some. Uh, let's get some music in. We go live. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet it out. Okay. Okay. this song everybody that has tuned in who is listening now we will be live with episode three of the rest but political podcast stay tuned because after this minute 30 seconds join us live
And we are live here with episode three of the Rust Belt Political Podcast. I am Jordan, and I am joined here, like always, with Ed. How the hell are you doing, buddy? I like that new intro music. That was a surprise for me. I'm I'm digging it, bro. I know, right? I'm I'm, I'm enjoying this yeah. now. For all for all of you that's listening live, if you don't know. This is a live broadcast. Currently, I'm sitting outside on my beautiful patio enjoying some nice cold suds, enjoying the sunlight, because I know this is going to be a two-hour fight. So I'm ready to go. The moth guard is in, and I'm, I'm ready to go. So, Ed, I'm going to give you time to hear to speak for a second, but I want everybody who is listening, because we got quite a few that are listening to us live right now, that this show is about why we switch political parties. I was a Democrat that has switched to the Republican side, and Ed was a Republican who switched to the Democrat side. Tonight, episode three, we're talking about three subjects. We're going to talk about women's rights. We're going to talk about... <laughs> we're going to talk about white privilege. <laughs> we absolutely are. We're it's the perfect talking. time in America for two middle-class, rust-belt white guys to talk about our... Our privilege, bro. It's it's the perfect time. And we're going to also talk about affirmative action. So I'm just going to spoil this right now. We are going to talk about white privilege last because that is the big one. That's what everybody has to stay tuned to listen for. So we're going to kick off tonight first with women's rights. We're going to talk about women's rights tonight. So, Ed. God, I hate you. <laughs> this is going to be crazy. Oh, look, God. look, it's it, let's re- let's refer to let's refer to them really and truly what it what it is. It, it it's an it, it's about equality and no and having no bias based on gender. Women should have every rights as as every as every man. There should be no neither legal discri- discrimination nor should should there be. Uh, discrimination, inherited, uh, inherent discrimination uh, for any on any for any reason. So let's talk. It's equality for women, and then we'll we'll get to equality for African Americans and 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 people of color and, and everything else too later on the show. Okay, fine. Since you brought that up, uh, what inequality do women currently have right now in the workforce? That is a myth. That what? is absolute bullshit. Dude, they make women make seventy five cents on every dollar for the, that every dollar a man makes at the, for that doing the same not, job. They, that is they, not true. That's not. Oh true. my gosh, it is absolutely true. I can That's give you any true. kind of statistic you want. In addition to that, there are you got to also understand that women oftentimes aren't hired by people by managers because. They may or may not have to leave the workforce uh, for maternity leave. For, for, for on maternity leave, some women ha- some women get less than oh, three days maternity leave, uh, or they could be fired. Oh, it's okay. ridiculous. So, okay, okay, no, no, no. Hold on here. Okay, so so we have to base this off of not only the data, but also base it off of all what we know ourselves. I work with women day in and day out of the place that I work. Where I first mm-hmm. started my job, I started at $13 an hour. I don't make that now. The women that I started with when I first started three years ago, they made $13 an hour. 
I work with women every day. They do the same job mm -hmm. that I do. They drive forklifts. They drive tugs. They are in the shipping containers. They make the same amount of money. So when you say that women make 75 cents of the dollar, it's just nonsense. There are it's not exceptions. It's not. No, listen, you got to understand. It is, okay. it is illegal. It is illegal to pay a woman less than a man. In a job like yours is the only place you can really and truly track it, it, right? So you walk in at X dollars per hour, it's irrelevant at a position like yours or any other hourly rate position. That's the only real place that it can be tracked. What I'm talking about is professional women in a corporate setting who are, aren't able to negotiate, who aren't able to negotiate anywhere near the, the contracts that men are able to, 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 to negotiate. Um, specifically, you know, let's say two people are applying to do the same, or excuse me, a man and a woman have the same job at big box corporate XYZ, all right? And the woman negotiates her salary to be whatever she wants. The man negotiates the salary to be whatever, they, whatever he wants. Women, in general... Make twenty. They are. They are. They negotiate twenty five percent less per dollar per salary with women. These the, the the HR departments or the CEOs or whomever is doing the negotiating, they tend to take a much more hard line with women than they do with men. So one of my favorite uh, people that I love to watch is uh, Jordan Peterson. I'm sure you've heard of him. Mm hmm. Love Jordan Peterson. Now I know from that little mm-hmm that you're going to ready to hear something that you do not agree with whatsoever. Uh, but Jordan Peterson has said recently on a couple of uh, clips on YouTube uh, that women do not make less more than men. Women just don't work much as men. Women tend to, if you want to talk about data, it's just, hold. Let me finish. Hold, let me finish on this one. Women tend to, if you want to talk about data, women tend to not work overtime compared to men. Women tend to not work holidays if there's holiday pay offer for overtime like men. Women take more time off, not for pregnancy, not for birth labor, just take more time off than men. And women take more part-time jobs than men. <coughs> now bro. tell me how that's wrong. <laughs> bro, bro. First of all, Let's 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 discuss the person that you're that you that you're quoting here. The okay. Jordan Peterson is literally, as the New York Times put it, the custodian of the patriarchy. He is somebody who is so anti. He is so he is the type of person who believes he, as a white man, now granted he's from Canada and he's a professor at the University of Toronto, so he's he, but he is, he's the person who thinks that that uh, men are better than women because he is one. So now what the data you're speaking of is, yes, that women will take time off because they have, they have families. Their kid is sick. They're the one that stays home. They are, the, they are the foundation of the family. And I grew up in a very Italian family, and fam the Italian families are very matriarchal in, in their structure. Women hold our families together, and they're the ones that do have to stay home because if I because the, because of the because of the certain biases, if I called my boss and said I got to take today off because 
my stepkid is sick. He'd be, he, would, he would berate me, talk down, call me all the names in the book. But if, but if my girl, if my girlfriend or your wife called and said, hey, listen, my kid's sick. I can't come in today. Some, they, they can't go to school. It's just, okay, that's fine. They're allotted more time. And in societal structures, they are seen as, more, as permitted to be able to do that. Or in your case is what you just said. They have to take the part-time job because somebody has to stay home. And in the societal structure, which is completely flawed, and we'll get into other levels of this later in this conversation, they are the, the women are the ones who, because they are the foundation of the family, they're the glue that holds the, fam the families together, they're the ones that have to sacrifice the most. So let's talk about data as it sits, okay? Those are statistical facts. But to use those statistical facts that were touted by somebody who doesn't, who believes women should be, you know, in the kitchen cooking his, cooking him dinner and making himself a sandwich as he is a, a, a biased, bigoted person. So we can, you have to look at the underlying information that's in the data. Why do these plot points exist on the graph? There's, there are reasons and I'm laying out the reasons for you. And those reasons are within the inherent biases within the system. And it's wrong. It is illegal to discriminate based on gender. The problem is it's not it's it's not illegal for somebody to 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 do it uh, and be able because there are certain ways to be able to get away with it, like the ways that I've said. Okay, so I do not. I actually take offense with all the nasty things you said about Mr. Jordan Peterson. There's no evidence at all that he's a bigot. There's no evidence at all that he hates women. Why I like Jordan Peterson so much is Jordan Peterson gives you facts. He goes, hey, the grass is green. And you sit there and argue and say, well, no, it's brown. And he said, no, no, it's it's green. That's the fucking data in your face. You cannot argue the data if it's right there in there, your face. This is, see, here's the thing. There, the this is there are there in all science there is there are underlying reasons that support that support an hypothesis or reject a hypothesis and he is one of the types of scientists who searches for data to prove his point as opposed to the truth the, the, the true things that you do in science which is look for you 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 research the data you study it you see what you see and then you form a hypothesis and then try to disprove it Okay, so what he does in what what this stat the, the, the information that you're giving me, and I'm only relaying this information because there are underlying things. Those those facts that you see, there are underlying reasons for why they exist. So again, factually speaking, it is illegal for, to discriminate uh, to pay a woman less than a man. You can't. It is you. You can't. You can't discriminate based upon gender. However, in the inherent underlying information within the data is that women have to take the time off. They have to do these things because they're the ones in society who are forced to do so. So and how are you they can forced to do so? How are they forced? Because it's the, it's the way the societal structure is set up. I just and told you, if I, if I called my boss and said, Hey, my my kid's sick. I can't come in today. I I'm at risk of of, of being fired because of because of the, the, the inherent biases within the system. 
Whereas if a is whereas if a woman does it, it's typically expected. Now she makes less. She makes she loses that day's pay. She makes less money because of it. That's where the data and the information comes from. Is okay. the inherent the reasons behind the hypothesis? You prove or disprove? You prove okay. or reject? Okay. All right, fine. So okay, so with that information that you just given me for the third time, which I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you understand clearly what I am saying is that. There is no evidence at all that um, a man is making ten dollars an hour and a woman's making nine seventy five an hour doing the same job. Now you Bro, gave yeah, again. Now, ag- but there's ahead. no data. I'm just saying, like, there's no Google it. There, Google it, bro. I don't. Ha- I don't. <clears throat> there are there are tons of reports that show this, and there are tons of reports that show why. I am not in front of any of the information to be able to to be able to repeat it in front of me, but I'm telling you there are there are hundreds if the, there are hundreds of reports showing this, including the the reasons why the the reasons why the data is the way it is. It says, and, you know, and to and to go off your point, it's not about he can so one person can say the grass is green. That is irrefutable data. The information I'm giving you is why the grass is green. Okay, see, it's not. I'm look- it's not arguing point counterpoint. It's here's the fact, but why does this exist? It doesn't and exist because point. I just looked it because because I just looked it up, and every single site that I just googled about this whole pay gap thing is not from a legitimate actual science and data source. It's uh, paycalculator.com. It is, bro. You, uh, bro. You, on, you, you, you quoted. You quoted a no. You quote. You quoted a known misogynist, and He's yet not you're. Misogynist. Tell- oh my gosh. Just because he doesn't agree with your narrative does not mean he's a misogynist. He's not uh, He's not that one guy, Gavin. Is that the one guy's name, Gavin? Who's a straight-up asshole? You know what I'm talking about? I, you have to be more specific. I don't know his last name, uh, but uh, he was on Fox News. He's a guy with a funny little beard. His name's Gavin, and he says that women are more happy at home than in the workplace. Uh, that guy's an asshole. Jordan Peterson doesn't speak like that at all. Jordan Peterson, what, again, where I'm on his side is that he gives you the data. Look, how about this? Look, I'm not going to mean here, to here. sit I, I here. Look, I, looked it, I, I looked it up for you, but go ahead. Continue. I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, people are assholes and women are not going to get paid more than men in, in, job, in certain job aspects across the United States. I, I'm not naive to that. But based off of what I have could tell my whole life, I've been surrounded by nothing but strong women. Uh, my grandmother who passed away in 2009, my dad's mom, uh, my grandmother is alive now, my mom, my wife, strong women. And I have never seen women be anything less than equal than men in my life. So I find this argument interesting. And then when I try to Google it and do research and watch YouTube videos and get figure out for myself, well, why is there such an issue, right? I don't come up with anything that's legitimate. So give me your, give me your Google thing that you just, that you pulled up. Well, it's from the center for American progress. So a, a, a source, it is a biased source, but it's presenting the data and re and relaying to you the underlying information. What science okay. does? That's what science okay. is. Okay. So it and it said it literally says for every for every one dollar earned by white non Hispanic Filipino uh, men, 
women earn in general. Now, my stats were slightly incorrect. Or, or, and this is as of this is as of March twenty fourth, twenty twenty. This is this, this new study came out. Okay, and women earn eighty three cents per every one dollar uh, a man makes. So black women earn sixty two cents for every one dollar that a white man makes. Uh. Hispanic or Latino women earn 54 cents per every $1 that a white man makes. Okay, hold uh, on. So this white, I, hold on. white women, white women earn 79 cents per every $1 that a, that a man makes. So, and here's what and here's uh, where it says. It's the wage gaps for each group are calculated based on median earnings data from the US Census Bureau and thus do not do not necessarily represent each individual woman's personal experience, but it is a generalization. Okay. So you got to so understand that, that's, gonna, that they're taking the data it. as a whole okay. and they're showing okay. you that black women, that black women make 54 cents for every $1 a white male makes in America. A white woman earns 79 cents for every $1 a white male makes in America. Okay, great. You said that. So now here's my question. You mm -hmm. own you own a McDonald's franchise, right? Sure. And you have to hire your team, right? And then mm -hmm. you have to hire these people. So you got one guy who's going to flip the burgers and you're going to hire a female to flip the burgers. So with the data and with your argument, you're telling me that you as the franchise owner, which is illegal, I know, blah, blah, blah. But you're telling me that, hey... Since you're flipping the burgers here for my restaurant, I'm going to pay you a dollar, right? You know what I'm getting at. And then, mm -hmm. oh, oh, the woman's going to do the same job, but I'm only going to pay her 78, 79 cents. Again, you, you've got to understand at a place like that or any place that has an hourly wage, it's more easily trackable. And it is so you're illegal. Talking salary. So you're talking it, salary. It's, it's, it's illegal to discriminate. I know you what, said that it's for a, four times. It's a, right, because you're, on, you're not comprehending it. So I have to fucking repeat myself because it's like talking to a brick wall because you're I not understand. comprehending what I'm saying. I understand what you're we, saying, but, I'm, but here's the thing I don't understand is that you're telling me this is happening in a corporate America. You're telling me that this is happening for salary wages. You're telling me that it, it, it's, it's from, a mac, from a macro perspective, okay? From What's a every, macro perspective? So from, from an overall Okay, from an overall perspective, every person in America, regardless of job, regardless of position, you take every single white male in this country, okay, and you take their salaries and you average them up, etc., etc., etc. How much money they make based upon what they said at the, it, they they told the census, right? And then you take every single white woman that filled out the census and you take their incomes and you average it out. It's 90 cents less, or excuse me, 10 cents less for a white woman in America than it is for a white male in America. It is 62 cents for every black woman in America as it is for every white male in America. So it's not, when I say it's, it's a holistic approach, it's all of the data, all of the information. You and I are two Caucasian men, so you and I fall into that category. Now, at your individual jobs, right, it's illegal to discriminate. However, 
women are often because they have to take those jobs that you said the, the ones that you spoke of, the ones where they take part-time or they have to take time off, et cetera, et cetera. Their overall income is 10% less than a white man's, than, than, than the average white man. It's, a, it's, a, it's an internal, it's a holistic approach. Do you understand what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, I understand it. I don't agree with it. It's a, it's a fact. You can't disagree with a fact. I mean, <laughs> I I mean it's, point, it's not. the whole problem. But, but to me, it's not a fact. It is a fact. It's here. So look, okay, so you take 10, 10 men, white men, and, and you, you take keep repeating 10. it. You can keep repeating. We keep going in circles, bud. But at the end of the day, I will not believe that women make less than men because I personally do not see the evidence of that in my personal life or in any other form of media. You keep on repeating and, the same things to try to get me and to that, understand it. Because you can't comprehend it. Because you can't look past I your can. nose when it comes to these things, bro. You I listen, can't I, understand you, it. You, you, know, you know that I love you to death. But you you gotta under you you're you're so narrow sighted in when it comes to these when it comes to things that you don't that you can't see for yourself, right? You don't see that your coworkers make less money than you. Therefore, no woman anywhere makes any any less than any other male coworker. That's that's how your mind works, and it's wrong, and it's absolutely factually incorrect. You okay. you gotta open yourself up to those things. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to repeat myself or talk in circles. You that's just the way your mind works. So you say I saw this. This happens in my real life. Therefore, it's only thing that ever happens to anybody ever. Okay, so I never said that. I said you that. You did say I, that. Will you will you let me repeat it too? Because I love that. Not only this is live, but this is also recorded, so you can listen to what I said before. What I said was not only do I see it in my own personal life. But I go and look at the data myself on YouTube, on Google, whatever, and use some more media, and I don't see the evidence. Now, here's my other question for you with this. We went to another subject with women, right? But, but, my, but, my, but my ending question to you is if you're going to sit here and tell me that, that it is illegal, which we know it is, to discriminate against, against somebody else's gender in corporate America or whatever or paying women less, right, then why mm -hmm. the fuck are these assholes still even in business? And you're going to give me some stupid shit-ass answer – that I'm just not going to agree with because there can't be these people cannot be having businesses if they're blatantly breaking the law. Because if they have women, if they have 40 women that are working for them that are making less than men and the women have evidence of that, then why aren't they speaking out and getting rid of these CEOs? They do. <laughs> they do speak out. And when, and when they, they do speak out and when they speak out, then it's then it's either a rectified or B, they're railroaded against and they're fired. And they're, or the third thing is women are afraid to speak out because in society, when you talk to a man and try to stand your ground and make your own point, a man will see you as a stupid bitch because that's what we men see when we think of those things. Not all men, not specifically you, not specifically me. I'm saying in general, women are less likely to speak up because they don't want to be seen in that certain way. And they will be seen by certain people in power when you speak to them in that way. Okay. When you say, I see that myself, me as a, as a, as a, as a female journalist, I'm making, making 75% less, or excuse me, making 75% of what my male counterpart makes, and I'm out there in, in, in Iraq doing this and this and this, and he's back home blogging about, and he's back home blogging about some stupid TV show that he saw. 
Well, that actually is a good segue to my next question uh, about how women don't speak up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So this is because, again, fans who are listening live, we're talking about three major subjects. We're going to talk about white privilege, we're going to talk about affirmative action, and we're going to talk about women's rights. So this goes on with our women's rights segment. So this is this is kind of part two of the women's rights thing. So Brett Kavanaugh and that issue and mm-hmm. the new thing coming out now with Terry and Biden. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. you feel I'm just asking, do you feel that both? Well, do you remember the name of the woman that accused Brett Kavanaugh, by the way? I do not. No. OK. OK. I'm trying to remember. I couldn't remember, but it's I'm, I'm, I'm sure a quick I'm sure a quick Google search would find it. I sure. I so try not do to do Google like, searches I tr- during this show. I want to have right, the information. That's what I'm to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, do you feel that both women? Uh, do you feel that that this issue happened to both women, or and that they should be voicing their opinions? So, women, regardless, should their their voices should be heard, and they should not feel afraid to speak up. And I'm sorry that to all the women who things have happened to sexually, they've been sexually abused. And this is something that is incredibly personal to me. So if you, if you try to play this in, in, in a, in a certain way, Jordan, you're, you're not going to win this. So I need you to understand women should be believed when, when they accuse somebody of certain things. Okay. You should not discredit them simply because they're women. Now in these two specific incidences, the, 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 what had happened was the, the stories changed multiple times. Okay. For both women? For both women. The stories okay. have changed multiple times. Okay. Okay. And that just because, just because some, you say something happened, regardless of your gender, doesn't mean that it did happen. You may have, you may have recalled it in a certain way. Okay. And there are there are certain factual things with both cases that we can get into, but I'm not going to do that. No, that's not the point. What, what, of the show. No. Yeah, yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is is that I believe both women feel as though something happened to them with which they were uncomfortable. May or one may have been worse than the other, but it, it's not to them. Everybody has their own mountains to climb, and they're, they're they're they are as big as they need to be for themselves. So I'm not here to discredit one or say one's less than the other one. Okay. Women should always be believed and things should be investigated to the fullest extent. And we should never discount women who have been sexually abused, verbally abused, physically abused, anything along those lines. Now, it's it, what but what's also not okay is for men to go around thinking that they can treat women in this way. And it's okay. Now, one happened when one was a teenager and teenage boys they're significantly much more aggressive. It's not the woman's fault. It's the parents' fault for not teaching them to be more polite and okay. to know when no is no. Okay, so hold and, on here. Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on here. Because we got a lot to discuss in this issue. Okay. So when you say uh, women should be believed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel that if a woman accuses a man or anybody of anything, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, whatever like you said, uh, then, of course, an investigation has to happen. No question without it. Sure. And they need to go in front of a judge and figure this out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, a lot of bad apples ruined the fucking bunch. Uh, what mm-hmm. was it? Uh, just a couple of cases here just to bring up for you that I that I uh, 
prepared for this. There was one case where this uh, this young college football athlete was going to go to the pros. Woman came on and said that he sexually uh, assaulted me, uh, ruined his career. Uh, he says, I don't even know who she is. He wasn't believed. Believe all women, right? He wasn't believed. And when they went to court, found out that she lied and said, no, none of that actually happened. I just, mm -hmm. I just wanted to do it. So that sure. right there is ridiculous. Uh, the uh, what about what about the Duke Lacrosse team in two thousand two, where they hired uh, a stripper to come to the house? The Duke Lacrosse team. Now this was a race thing too. She was a black stripper, and they were white rich men. She said that they raped her, and the DA was so on. The DA himself even went to jail when the evidence came out that the men didn't even touch her, that she was drugged out without her mind. But for six months. They destroyed these boys' careers, and they destroyed these boys' lives. So, now there are cases where women need to be believed, like the uh, Harvey Weinstein bullshit, right? That guy's a disgusting my, human being. That is. But here's my question, and, and I need you to understand what I'm trying to get at, okay? Because I know mm -hmm. this is going to piss you off, but I'm not trying, actually, for the sake of the show, I'm not trying to piss you off. But this is my question, okay? So, Harvey Weinstein. So, he has been known for years to get naked in his little fucking bathrobe, call up new or fresh or even older Hollywood starlets, and pull his robot and go, you want a piece of this? You know? And they're like, no, fuck off, right? Or whatever happens, right? Mm -hmm. Allegedly, this has been well known within the community of Hollywood. So my question to you is a two-part question. A, why would Hollywood stars, women, allow this to go on? Because they would have more voice and more power than Jane Smith in Kentucky, let's just be honest, because they're celebrities, they mm -hmm. have the money. They So A, why was, this, why was this to continue? And then B, my second question to you is, women knew when they got invited up to his, uh, his house, his apartment, his hotel, whatever, that this was going to happen, so why would they go up there anyway? So again, it is—it's a systemic issue. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. So you got to understand, my man. Like, so it's the culture of the system. It's how that. It's how it was wrong. That that's how it was. But it's how it was. So he sexually assaulted all of these women and all of these women were so afraid of this guy because of because of how powerful he was and mm -hmm. all of his friends knew who he was people all around knew that he was like this mm -hmm. and the reason that they didn't say anything or couldn't do anything is because a the culture and b he was too powerful all you know you there are you, you bring up somebody specifically like Weinstein you know, when people were asked, did you know and why didn't you do anything about it? Their answers essentially were, I was afraid I'd never be able to work again because of how prevalent that culture, how prevalent things like that have been in the, that Hollywood culture for some time. And well, then don't ever work again. But, that, but that's the thing. Like, this is your job. That is your career. You know, yeah, let's take it down. Let's star. take it down. Let's take it down. For your, let's take it down a notch, and let's per, let's say it happens at a car dealership, sure. where you know if, if a woman speaks up, 
she because because the manager sexually uh, verbally abused her or kept catcalling her or kept saying like, "Hey, your tits look nice today." Like that is absolutely unacceptable. So, but she knew if she was going to speak up, she was going to lose her job. By and the way, that was these, an amazing creeper voice you had, but continue. I love that creeper voice. That was very good. Very good. But, but, I'm, but I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at, and I used an offensive term purposely to drive my point home, is like we're having personally worked in the car business for a significant amount of time. People speak incredibly gruffly, and they talk like that. And it is utterly disturbing to me when I would hear things like that happen. You know, things like, and it happened, and I didn't speak up because I was afraid that I'd lose my job if I defended somebody and who I will not speak about or talk about who that person was because I don't want them to, you know what I mean? And because I don't want either people, both people still work at the place that I worked at, okay, where these things happened. And I don't want to ruin, I don't want to take, I don't want to be presumptuous and, 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 and say, and, and take away somebody else's dignity. We got it. Include we got it specifically. The, okay, so you're good. But I want, but I want you to. If you take that out of the Hollywood context, like it, because in, in your mind, when you hear like, "Oh, these just big rich, you know, rich women who could have done something else, right?" Or don't work ever again in Hollywood. Let's talk about the, like I said, the person that makes thirty grand a year, forty grand a year, fifty grand a year, who lives in rural America, who can't go get another job. Okay, so they can't go do something else. My argument is this then, as a parent of a little girl, when the time uh-huh. is right, when she's old enough, you know, when, when the when the time is right, and in this conversation with her comes up, I'm going to instill into her, now I know that what I'm going to say, not every single person does. I understand that people grow up without parents and blah, 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 so don't give me that shit. You know, I get it, but we're going off of just me here. Um uh-huh. When my girl grows up, I'm going to tell her, hey, if something happens to you, right, the first person you tell is your mom and dad. And you do not shut your fucking mouth until the guy who actually did this to you is put behind fucking bars, period. I don't care if you lose your fucking job. I don't care if you're classified as a martyr. I don't care what the fuck happens. If somebody grabs your breast, grabbed your ass, or grabbed any part of your body that you did not feel welcome. You scream until you're blue in the face until somebody looks up. And you don't stop uh-huh. screaming until. Period. You don't do it. And uh, that's where that's where my confusion is. Especially in this day and age, in 2020, where everybody has a fucking voice. Especially on social media. If a woman is sexually touched in some way or whatever, speak. You do about everything else. Why not this? So, but you also, we as, as, and myself as a essentially stepdad in training of two boys, right? Like I, it's my, it's equally my responsibility to understand the privilege they have and to teach them that they can't treat women that way or girl or any, or any girls that way. Like it's unacceptable to treat somebody in that fashion so as much as it is your responsibility to teach your daughter like don't let anybody ever treat you that way talk to you that way scream kick them in the privates punch whatever you got to do to get away it is 
my responsibility to teach these boys you don't treat a woman that way. And it's, yes. you know, it's, it's much more realistically, much more my responsibility to do that than it is your responsibility to do that to do that to your daughter, your daughter, because yes, you want her to be knowledgeable and be prepared for circumstances. But we also need to have a society where men don't treat women that way. Mm. You what see privilege what I'm saying? Are you so, speak? Yeah, I do. Well, uh, what privilege are you saying about them? That they're, they are, they are white boys in a white boy world. So, so they have white, all the privilege in the world. White, they're white and they're male, so therefore they're going to win. No, they have every advantage given to them. When you walk that, when you walk down the street and see a and see them versus when you see anybody else, they have more privilege than anybody else, including your white daughter, just because of who that, just because of, of of the color of their skin and the gender with which, the gender they were born with. Okay, and, and so that was the first jab very... to get into white privilege. That was the first little hit, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my! But let's oh let's let's God. move let's let's move on to the the biggest thing about women's rights, which is their reproductive rights. Yes. Let's go okay. ahead and talk about that. Let's talk about Yeah. That. So, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine you would disagree and who the hell knows, but you know, it, it's, it is of, it is, you cannot legislate morality. If you don't think, if you think abortion is unethical, then don't get one. If you think, but you shouldn't legislate a woman doing what's what, what she wants to do or feels she needs to do with her body. Now, I am of the I am of the personal belief and understanding that, like, if you had unprotected consensual sex and you get pregnant, you should take care of it when you need to. You know, you should do what you should step up as as adults and 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 do the things that you need to do. But what I but uh, what I also understand is that. What Roe versus Wade did made it made it legal that a pregnant woman can have privacy and secrecy with her own doctor. That's all that law said. That's all. That's all that law is. Okay. That's all that decision. It's not. A, that's all that decision basically says is that a pregnant woman has a right to privacy with her own doctor, and you it, you can't ask questions that she doesn't want to answer. So, you know, people that want to overturn that law or that that precedent, uh, precedent, excuse me, are basically saying pregnant women don't deserve privacy with their own doctor. So, you know, to me, it's about it's about not legislating or not telling or judging somebody else what they do with their own body. The same way I wouldn't want the same way I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want my my any woman to tell me what I can and can't do with my body. They're not well, asking for that. They're just they're just asking for their own privacy. Well, then, well, then what they need to do is they need to rewrite what they have written and not allow so many fucking loopholes. Of course, you have the right to have a private conversation with you and your doctor. That's just universal. Of course, you do. They should then but before before it. that decision. Before that decision, pregnant women did not have legal rights to privacy. Okay, fine, with, but they with, should do now. Fine, they should, but that, but that, that does not give abortion, though. That's not what that argument is. What they should do is, I agree with you, we actually agree on something, 
that men and women, whatever, has the right to privacy with their doctor. I agree. My counter argument to that is that maybe they need to specify, close the fucking loopholes and say, you have right to privacy. You know, talk about what you want to talk about. But when it comes to killing a life, well, that's a whole other ball game here. What about? Okay, and I will now, say, and I, and I will say. Hold on, this is my one quick sentence. You can interrupt me too. Then I will say that of all my years, I've known my wife, and I wish she was here with me right now. She would say, "Yeah, as long as I know Jordan, Jordan's always thought this. This is the most consistent political thing I've, I've been consistent <laughs> with." So, so yes, I, I am, I am totally uh, against what you're presenting. But go ahead. Yeah. So. Every no human being on the face of the planet in the history of the in the history past, present, or future of this planet will ever be pro-abortion. That does not exist in society. It does not exist. Nobody wants to kill fucking babies, except for the the Chinese government. But that's a different story. That's a humanitarian issue. But my, what I'm saying what I'm saying is is that you know if. A, if a woman is raped, right, and she gets pregnant, you can't legislate that she has to keep the baby. Like, it, it to me, I I need you to understand this. I am, I am a pro-life Democrat. Okay, I am I'm Catholic. I believe life begins at conception. But I also, you also need to understand, and I, and I, I say you in the English you. You need to understand that you can't legislate morality. You can't legislate ethics. It is not my job or position to tell somebody what they can and can't do privately. If some person, if a person has cancer and chooses not to seek treatment, I can't legislate whether they have to. They have to force themselves to get treatment. In the same, in the same sentence. You can't legislate that a woman has to keep a baby that she that she was raped when she was raped and got and got pregnant, or you know, or or there are certain things you know, cases cases of rape, cases of incest, incest. I have no issues with any of that on a personal level. And again, I, I am pro life, but you can't also be you you can't be pro life without being pro universal health care. You can't be pro life without saying Black Lives Matter. You can't be pro life without saying what is that, that every to do person with, what that is Black you, Lives Matter you have, have to do with because that? you can't you can't be pro you cannot be pro life if you don't believe in all of life. The Republican I do Party believe in all which, of life. Uh, the Republican I'm not saying I'm using the English you. I don't mean it's I'm saying you you, 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 you in this sense but uh, I don't mean you specifically Jordan. Okay, God you you cannot it. be pro life. You cannot be pro life without believing that healthcare is a human right. You cannot be pro life without saying that Black Lives Matter. You cannot be pro life if you if you you cannot be pro life if you say that every child doesn't deserve the right to an education. You can't be pro life if you if you want to subject that, the, the the person that you that you're saying that this person has to have to uh, to poor education. Okay. What Republicans are, Republican, the Republican Party, and specifically, and again, I'm Catholic. The Catholic Church is is is, is guilty of this. They're for, they're pro forced birth. They're not pro life. They're pro forced birth. Can I talk? Yeah, please. Can I talk? Can I talk? Please do. Here? Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, just because you're, oh, you've said so much word vomit. 
Oh, it's just God, called facts damn. that Jordan you don't necessarily like. That's not that I don't like. I just don't agree with it, bud. Uh, Jesus Christ on a stick! You said a mouthful. All right, so let, let's go. Let's let, let's backtrack here. So you're saying that you're pro-life, but then you also understand that people have a right to choose with what they want to do with their bodies. I Correct? personally, I personally am pro-life. I would not if I, if I got my girlfriend or wife pregnant. Like if I got a woman pregnant, that. you know, it's it's my yeah. choice. Okay. Okay. Fine. But I also but, lie, but you, okay. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you. I'm I'm uh, I'm pro life Republican. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. But you yourself, as a person, you believe yes. in pro life, but then also you know you understand that there are circumstances that the person has the right to choose. That's what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So okay, 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 great, perfect. So so this is where I kind of indifferent with it, right? Uh, you mm -hmm. and I both agree in the same thing. Uh, that life starts at uh, conception, right? I believe that life. I am. I am a Catholic. I'm not the most pious person in the history of the planet, but I believe that life does begin begin at right. conception. Yes. Right. So you and I both agree in the same exact thing. What I'm saying mm -hmm. is, yes, rape. Yes, rape is terrible. Yes, incest is terrible. Absolutely. But in my viewpoint, in my morality, when you have an abortion, you are not giving another human being a chance at life. You're just erasing. Now, let's just now. Now, of course, we always hear the talking points. What if I'm raped? What if it's incest? We always hear the talking points. Those are what we always hear. Right. We never hear about the drunk college girl that decided to suck uh, John Smith's cock and then decided to get pregnant. She didn't I mean, decide we, we to never get pregnant. She didn't decide to get pregnant, bro. It's a, it was and a joke I, of playing and I, and you know, words, but you will let me finish. I, I, I don't, me, I don't think joke. you understand how conception works if that's the scenario you're building. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. They don't get pregnant in the mouth? <laughs> My wife and I have been doing this you're for years. You're, 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 you're obviously the foremost expert on conception. Clearly. Jeez. Wait a minute. So they can't get pregnant anally. All right. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Um, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> let's get let's get back to the point. Let's get back get back to the, right. get get back let's get to back, your, back, back to the point. So, okay, but here's my here's my issue though is that okay, Jane Smith and, and John Smith are in college or in high school, or whatever, or just people outside of college, you know, just regular people. They decide to bang one night. Oops, she gets pregnant. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like if you both don't want the child, right, then there is adoption, and there's a whole argument which we're not going to get into for this two hour show on adoption agencies because there's a lot of issues with that. I get that. But then also, you know, the father could have some rights saying, well, you know, if she doesn't want it, then I would take it or vice versa, which I know stuff like that happens. Uh, but mm -hmm. I don't think that people understand that just because people like me are pro-life doesn't mean that I disrespect you as a woman. It doesn't mean that I want to take away your rights you have a right to talk to your doctor about stuff. Well, what I'm saying is you do not have the right to take a life because if you do, then you have to pay the consequences for that. To me, and, it is murder. And that is where you and I disagree because, number one, what life would that child have, have had in, a, in, a, in an unwanted family? Like the mother didn't okay, want them, adoption. the father didn't want them. Your, adoption. Your foot. 
That's what you know how hard it is to just put your kid over adoption, bro. Like you know how I hard know that how is. Hard. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm what there is the option. There are options available, and I get it. I understand it. But you also need to to know that that those are really difficult things to to to, to get yourself into. And I cannot fault any any woman for making that decision because that's the most dis- difficult decision they they're ever going to make. Let's be very blunt about that. That is such an incredibly difficult decision to make. So, you know, what you're saying is you want to call it I'm you want to call abortion murder. You want to call abortion murder. That is an that again, that is an ethical issue that you cannot legislate. That is a moral issue that you cannot legislate. Okay, and I'm again, I am when I'm when I say pro life, I encompass all of the things. I encompass every aspect that I spoke about earlier. But you got to know that, like a child in an a child in an unwanted and unloved home, or the child that was put up for adoption. That was only put in that was in foster care only because the the person got so much money from 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 for for having them for housing them, like that 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 happens more often than you'd think. Okay, I, like I, they no, no, they're, I, they're 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 subjected to terrible lives. I, that I, yes, they have I, the opportunity at a life, but they're subjected and they become they, it becomes a really major issue. That, I know that person didn't issue. have to suffer. I know it. Go ahead. My wife is my wife is in the social field. I know what goes on. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm just saying that there are other options. Um, now, there's more stuff we want to talk about. We're going to take a quick uh, song break here, a quick uh, minute thirty. But I do got a fun little joke story to tell you here, Ed, and for the whole live audience about how it is responsible to not get pregnant. I had a girl in college one time break up with me as soon as we got done having sex. As soon as that, as soon as we got done having sex, this is a joke. This is real though, too, because 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 a bunch of my a bunch of my buddies and I always made this thing where if you're going to have sex with a chick, you got to wear a condom, right? But you always pull out at the end. Why? Because there could be a hole, it could break, it could slip off, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me, bud. That's what happened to me. I uh, mean, this mean this woman was engaging into a relationship, and afterwards, I relieved myself, and she said, "Really? But you have a condom on?" And I went, "Yeah." You're not pregnant, are you? You're welcome. And she goes, "Yeah, we're broken up." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm responsible, though." <laughs> are you sure it wasn't? Are you sure it wasn't? Are you sure it wasn't your abilities at coitus and not and not anything else? <laughs> We're going to take a quick uh, minute 30 song break here. We'll be right back here to talk about affirmative action. Stay tuned real quick.
All right, everybody, and we are back with our second segment here of the Rust Belt Political Podcast, Episode 3. Tonight's second part of the show is we're going to talk about affirmative action. And then stay tuned, because the big topic for the third part of the night will be white privilege. So, Ed, we're going to talk about affirmative action and how I feel that affirmative action is the most racist piece of literature ever. Of course you do. Of course you believe of that. Of course, and of course you're going to disagree with me. You, do you have do you have any morality, any morals whatsoever, any scruples? I do, I do, I do, and I would like to argue and say that if I own um, uh, if I own a construction business, right? No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, a construction business and my businesses, I build houses, right? And I got to do the framework within the house, like the skeleton of the house, right? And I have 10 guys that came up to me, you know, in a, in a fucking line, right? And they're like, hey, we all know what we're doing, right? I'm going to go each individual guy. Don't care if you're Asian. Don't care if you're black. Don't care if you're white. Don't care if you're male. Don't care if you're female. This is me speaking. Uh, okay, who has the most experience? Whoever raises their hand, regardless of anything... Oh, okay. Well, you have the most experience. I want you for the job. What's so wrong with taking the best for the job? Answer so, me that. Obviously, obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. And nobody would ever argue that taking the best person, most qualified person for the position would, 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 everybody would, would, would agree with that point. But what you got again? It's an institutional issue. It's an it's problems with institutional racism. Okay, African Americans and uh, you know people of color throughout the history of our country have been treated pretty fucking shit. We've treated them real terrible for a long time. Even still, we've treated them terrible. So it's it they deserve a little bit of they they deserve a little bit of of help. They deserve help. <coughs> Excuse me. And there needs to be circumstances and situations in which, or excuse me, there are circumstances in which the there are two people equally qualified for a position. One is a white man, one's a black man, and the what and the person, because of institutional racism, they not they they don't necessarily directly discriminate against African Americans. But they will say that they'd pick the white guy simply because he's a white person. It's 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 more deep than that. It's more deep than that. But it is what it is. Like I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm gonna tell you the story. I'm gonna tell you the story. But are you listen? Are you ready to listen to this fact, Jack? Are you listening? Are you ready? I was I was 17, going on 18 years old. Didn't really want to do with my life. And somebody in my family uh, may or may not be a firefighter. And mm-hmm. um, I was interested in doing something like that in the future. And uh, I didn't know really much about it. But I decided to call because, you know me, I can talk to anybody. So I'm not afraid to make calls, right? And I got mm-hmm. to meet uh, with somebody in my area uh, who is um, higher up within, within a certain field. And I said, hey, I'm interested in this and blah, blah, blah. Now, granted, it's 2020, but at this point, it was 2004, 2005. Times have changed. I get it. But I'm like, you know, I'm interested in this and blah, blah. And the first thing that person said to me is, you know what? You might as well find something else to do with your life. 
Why? Because you're white. Well, what's that got to do with anything? 17-year-old kid, I don't know anything yet. What's that going to do with anything? Look, i got to have so many minorities on my payroll. A minority is going to get the job uh, way before you. Why? He said, have you ever heard of a thing called affirmative action, bud? That's my point. That's my fucking point, man. So you so you learned about affirmative action from a racist. And now you No, I did not. No, god damn it. You want to let me fucking... Damn it. Typical. Typical Democrat. So... <laughs> no. So, no, just so, typical knowledge of you, Jordan. So and I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then, you know, I'm 17, 18 years old. I go to college, do my thing. I don't even, I don't even worry about it anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that happens. But then it got brought up again at the place that I currently work at now. And it's like so many minorities have to be on the payroll. So many minorities have to be in certain built at so many buildings. And it's like, but why? See, this is why I say it's really racist. It's because we're judging people. I feel that we are judging people on their skin color. We're not sitting there saying. Okay, who gives a fuck if you're black? Who gives a fuck if you're Asian, if you're Native American? Who gives a fucking shit? Can you do the job? Can you lift 50 pounds? Great. Like, why does this have to, have to be around? And that's why I think it's racist. It's Towards everybody. Ra- Towards so everybody. It has to be. So first of all, so the fuck what? Good. They Every place of employment should have at least a minimum of minorities working there. They should. I do not agree. I do not agree. I I do not agree. I know you don't agree. I know that you don't agree. What? But they. What? What's the black guy taking away? A good job from a a a good paying job away from a white guy? Like that's what I'm saying at all. That's what I'm saying. You're specifically. That's not what I know. It's not what you specifically said. And I am putting words in your mouth to prove a point. No. What I'm trying to say is that it's a good thing. You know how we've treated these people like shit. For so fucking long that you're pri- in your privilege, you don't not, that you don't have to worry about. So you don't have to worry about: Are you going to get the job? Are you going to be random? And I use air quotes: randomly drug tested, or be- because all of a sudden a black sounding name person works here, so that person's going to get quote randomly tested a lot more. Like it's shit that you don't have to see and you don't have to worry about that. That's why these laws are in place. That's why you have things like affirmative action that help that help young black men and women get to colleges that they wouldn't otherwise get into. That get jobs that they wouldn't otherwise get into. But do you feel that companies that because companies are forced to do affirmative action, do you feel that that continues the racism because it's like Regardless if you say it's racist or not, that's just America. That's just, and, and what I mean by that is you're going to have Joe Smith the plumber, Joe Smith whatever, right? That's always going to sit home and bitch about something, right? That's what I mean by America, right? You're always going to have the guy sure. that's going to go back and say, oh, I lost my job because they had to hire a minority. I mean, like. It's not how it works. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. So on your point, I, 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 I empathize with it. I understand. Like, I, so. You, we, but the question shouldn't be, is having affirmative action racist? It's why don't we, why have, why do we still have, why are we still racist to the point to where we have to have affirmative action so black people can get a job? I don't think that we are racist. Not for, I don't. What? I said what I said. I don't think we're racist now. Bro. (laughs) 
That is Bro. for part three. That's for part three. Yeah. Save it. Yeah. Yes. So because of institutional racism, now I'm not saying specifically your boss or the hiring manager at your company or the, I'm not saying that those people are outwardly not hiring minorities because they're minorities. I'm not saying they're outwardly racist. I'm not saying they're clans members. I'm not saying anything like that. But because of the structures that have been put in place that make it acceptable and okay to not give loans to people who live in a certain neighborhood in a city. And we know that these certain neighborhoods are predominantly African-American. And those neighbor you can't get a loan for a house in that neighborhood, right? From You can't get a mortgage to buy a house in that neighborhood. So therefore, you know, you live in, you have to, uh, you have to rent. And then the job that you have is less than because... You, the, where you live, you have to be able to drive to a certain distance and you can't get a car loan because you don't have any kind of credit history. And you get the school that your kids go to, which is funded by taxpayer dollars because it's a low, it's a low, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a low property value area. That school is significantly less, uh, has, has lower, has has worse teachers, has lower standards, the school's not as good, and therefore your kid can't go to college, and it's a continuing cycle. Like, that's the system in which we live, and you have to have things in, you have to have protections that, right now, things, jobs, that protections that we have aren't strong enough. Okay, we need to so do more. Not a, we need to do okay, more. That's not just a black thing, though. I can tell you hundreds, hundreds, and hundreds of white rednecks that are in terrible areas, maybe down in a state where people say it's America's dick, who get jobs as teachers that don't even have qualifications because sure. they live in a swamp. So come on, come on. Sure, and 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 while and and look, you 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 you're talking about you're giving small pieces of you're giving small pieces and calling you're like small pieces of hamburger and, and think you're looking at a steak here like well it sounds like a good it, steak it, right now bud <laughs> but but you got you got to understand like so there are there's this is such a, an institutionalized and systemic issue that you don't have to worry about oh and we'll my get into God. that and we'll get that we'll get into that look you need we need to have even more protections than we than we have now. You know, you it you are three times. You are the last study I heard was three, but I, I can't remember exactly. You're three times less likely to get a callback for a job if you have a black or Hispanic sounding name than Jeez, if you are named. Than, you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Oh my god! So what I'm what I'm telling you is you got to you, you got to understand. Like I'm not saying out people are outwardly racist. There are outwardly racist people. There are outwardly people that that are that way. I'm not saying that that is how we are as a society as a whole. What I'm saying is is that we need to continue and strengthen the things to help ensure that African Americans and Hispanics and, uh, and, uh, and, and Muslims, whatever, all minorities, we should be able to find ways to empower them, to help them, and to overcome the institutional racism. Because the only thing that stops bigot bigotry is being, uh, is, being, is being exposed to other cultures. 
So it's a humanitarian issue that we as a country have failed at, and we're the mockery of the world. You know, Russia still uses Russia uses our treatment of America's treatment of, 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 of blacks in America as propaganda to, to the rest of the world to show why we are not who we say we are. Because and they're right, they're they're right. They're getting they're able to get away with these things because we do treat people like shit based on the color of their skin. So we need to help find ways to protect them. Yes, let's help everybody else and protect everybody. That is our job. That is our job as a society. That is our job as our country. We're going to help everybody else that's not white. That's our job. That's what this country is going to be. And that's what you're preaching. That's what I hear. You may not be saying that. You may not actually think that you're saying that. What I hear you say is, let's help everybody that's not white. And I'm saying... No, what I'm saying is help the people who need help. Why? Why help them? Why help anybody? Why? They don't care. Because they... Yes, they fucking do care. Who's they? Who the fuck is they, Jordan? What are you trying... I'm not, don't you fucking dare, motherfucker. I didn't mean anything of it. Don't you fucking pull that shit on me. I am not like the fucking news. I ain't no fucking goddamn snowflake. I will not allow you to say what you're thinking. That's not what then, I mean by they. What I mean by they, imply, what I mean, don't I, didn't imply, imply, I didn't imply shit. I didn't imply shit. And if you let me finish, I will tell you. What I'm saying by they is anybody. They, my neighbors, they, you, they, uh, person across the street, person who lives in town, they, anybody. If I lose my fucking job, will they help me? Will they pay my bills? Will they help my family? Will you? If I lose my job and I can't pay my mortgage, I know we've been buddies for what, 15 years, I don't fucking, a long time, right? You have your own fucking problems, bud. Just like I do, mm-hmm. like everybody else. So if I lose my fucking job, hey, Ed, man, I'm in a wrong time. Yeah, you sit down and have a beer with me, but would you give me $1,000 to help? I don't know. Probably, probably not. That's what we mean by they. So don't, and I'll shut my mouth here. Don't say what you thought. That's not what I was going after. Don't so what you, what, but you need to, but you need to know that while, while I empathize with what you are saying, Okay, that there are protections for those things. If you lost your job, you have unemployment protections. You have the order you get guaranteed. That's not guaranteed. And who's which side of the aisle's fault is that? But let's but let's not digress. You don't have to worry. That was good. That was good. You don't have to – there are certain things that you don't have to worry about because you are a white man in America. And there are certain things that you have to understand with your privilege of being born that way that you have a certain things in society and societal advantages – so, yeah, it sucks if you lost your job and couldn't pay your mortgage and lost your house. Forget about coronavirus stuff. I'm talking like, you know, 2019, okay? <laughs> uh, if, they're, they're, if you lost your job for whatever reason 
and or let's say you were hurt on the job and the doctor let's say that then the doctor said oh you're not hurt and then you went and sought an outside opinion and it's like doctor's like yeah you need a, you need fucking surgery and the company that you work for is like fuck you we're not giving you time off you know and you had to go get the surgery and then you went and got it and the job wasn't there waiting for you when you came back like you there are protections there are but you have certain privileges based upon the where you where I'm not saying your life's not hard your life everybody's life is as hard as as anybody else's <clears throat> excuse me I'm not try- but I, what I'm saying is is yours is slightly less difficult than the person of color who was born at the same hospital same day same time same circumstances so they deserve a little help they deserve some help. I'm not saying you don't, Jordan, but I'm saying that they as a whole, and I do mean they, the, the minority community, deserve help. They deserve, they deserve certain safety nets to help them be able to be able to compensate with some of the, compensate with some of the institutionalized racism that we have in this country. All right, you know what? We have, we have, um, tiptoed around this all night this is traditionally a two-hour show we know what's going to happen uh before we take our minute 30 song break here to get into our last segment of white privilege i'm going to warn you and then when we come back from the song i'm going to say the same thing i'm having a few beers so i may 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 not say word for word if this next subject of white privilege is something that you or offended by, or something that bothers you, or what's going on with the world, this is not the segment for you to listen to. We, meaning myself and Ed, are speaking our own individual opinions and does not at all reflect anything to do with Movie Guys Podcast or any other affiliate that is affiliated with us. This is just me and Ed sharing our opinion. Okay? So we're going to take our quick song break, a minute 30 break. We're going to come back for the big discussion of the night, which could get fucking heated. So here we go.
And we are back for our third segment here of the third episode of the Rust Belt Political Podcast. And the third segment is talking about everything white privilege. So I just said before our song break, I'm going to say it again, that if this subject matter offends you, then please do not listen to this next segment. We are not here trying. It is not our intent, meaning Ed's and I, intent to offend anybody. This is Edward and I discussing our personal opinions and feelings on the subject matter of white privilege. Our views and opinions do not reflect Movie Guys podcast whatsoever and does not reflect any other affiliate or anything affiliated with Movie Guys podcast. This third segment is just Ed and Jordan speaking about what's going on currently and about white privilege. Ed, our relationship probably will never be the same after this one. <laughs> and, I, and I will say this, and this is true. This isn't a character. This isn't nothing. This is stripped down me telling you how I feel. And just now about white privilege real quick because I'm delaying it for a second. I didn't want to do the show with you anymore. I am so disgusted with everything that goes on in this country right now that I don't even watch the news anymore. I haven't watched the news in a week almost. I don't care. I turned off all the notifications from CNN, from Fox News, from the Apple News app. I don't care because all I feel that we have to do is bury our heads in the sand and do whatever it is that they want us to do, meaning the government or whoever. And I'm just sick of it. But the reason why I want to continue is because we said we we're going to do six episodes leading up to the election, and that's what I'm going to do. But personally, I am disgusted about what's going on. So, again, last warning, everybody. If you do not want to listen to this one, this is going to be hard fucking core. We're going to yell and scream and swear. But, Ed, here's a line in the sand. You ready? Mm-hmm. Can't get personal. On, can't get can't get personal on this one, bud. We just have to talk. Can't get personal. Here we go. White privilege. I feel that white privilege is a myth. I feel that white privilege does not exist. I feel that white privilege. Just saying the word white privilege is racist towards white people. I feel that nobody in this country currently in the year 2020 who is born has more rights or is more privileged than anybody else that's currently born in this country. I feel that you are a product of your environment, and I feel that you do have a way of getting out of your environment if you do not like it. But to sit here and say that I should feel bad, which the left, you, is going to say, we're not saying to feel bad, but that's what I'm. That's what's being forced to me is, you should feel bad for being white. And I will, I and and I and I don't feel bad for that, and I don't feel that there's any privilege at all. And that is the definition of white privilege. That's not okay. You don't have to worry about it, Jordan. Like, you have to worry about what? What do I have to fucking you, worry about? Being shot that, by a cop in your own home. Being shot by a cop in, in cop in your own home, being shot by by a cop for driving for driving down the road, being shot by a cop by standing up for your fucking rights. 
you don't have to worry about any of the problems that we're talking about because you got the golden ticket. You were born a white man in this country. You were not only born a white man in this country, you were born a white man in a rural white community. You know, and I understand, yes, everybody is a product of their own circumstances. Nobody's like, my problems are as big to me as they are. Your problems are as big to you as they are. Like, they are mountains in our own mind. They are what they are. I'm not saying any, I'm not saying you or I have more or less issues that we have to get through. Because, yeah, everybody's got their own fucking problems. That's absolutely true. But I know that when I walk into a store, I'm not going to be followed by the security, by the security guard. I know that when I get stopped by a police officer, I'm probably not going to be murdered. I know that if I walk into a job interview, that I'm more likely to get the job than the equally qualified black person who walks in at the same time that I do. Now, there's a difference between recognizing your privilege and doing something about it, okay? Now, you defined white privilege by saying you don't believe it exists. Now, you feel it doesn't exist simply because you don't see it. You don't have to worry about it. You, it's, 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 you are, you, like I said, you got the golden ticket. And I understand that there were other white Cult, white uh, cultures in, in America who were treated very poorly for a very long time. I am an Italian. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an Italian person. There are plenty of places that my grandfather, my great-grandfather, when he came to this country, walked in, said, Dagos need not apply. My grandfather came over here without, with, he came over here to escape his, uh, his stepmother from murdering him. And he came over without papers. So he was stamped at Ellis Island. And that stigma came, went with him and went with my grandfather. What my people had to deal with is nothing along the lines of what African Americans have had to deal with in this country. Okay? You've got to understand, my friend. And Jordan, you and I come from kind of sort of two totally different worlds. We, we, we met when we were in college. We've stayed very good friends for a long time. And this is something that we happen to very deeply disagree about. And, and I hope that you understand, I'm not, I'm not insulting you when I say the things that I'm about to say. Or excuse me, I'm sorry, when I say the things that I, I have just said. Or that I'm about to say, potentially. So what, what I'm saying is, is, is because you don't have to experience anything because of the golden ticket with which you were born, therefore, you don't think it exists. And that's kind of the problem. Not that you're the problem. That thinking like that ha- is, is, is think, thoughts like that are the reasons we have the protections we have. Because those who recognize their privilege understand that those, the other folks need help. 
My issue uh, with this white privilege nonsense is that I have to take care of everybody else. I have to apologize. And I don't want to have you say no, 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 no. So why? So why was it? So, okay, okay. So then, so then why was it that a group of white people were on their knees washing and kissing a group of black people's feet and apologizing for what happened to the slaves? Why was that? Why, why was that on the news two days ago? So you've got to, you, you've got to understand Jordan. No, no self-respecting human being would ever tell you to feel guilty for being who you are. That's, that's, the what, exact they're, that's what they're telling me that's to do. The, that's no, what that's, what you, that's what you're interpreting. Nobody is telling you to apologize for being white. All I'm saying is just to recognize the fact that you were born with the privilege that some folks don't have. And I do not to, agree. Uh, because, you, because you don't have to worry about it. I do not agree. Because you don't, don't, have, to because you don't have to worry about it. I don't worry about you, what. What do I have to worry about? About about. I said you don't. I said you. I said you don't I, have I, to worry about. I know that she said that you don't. But what do I have to worry about? What don't I have to worry about? You mean that when I drive my car and a cop pulls me over, I have to sit there and go, "Is he going to kill me?" Look, there are racist cops in this country. I fucking get that. Okay, I'm not stupid. I understand that. And what happened with George Floyd? I'm gonna make my point very clear. He was murdered. He did not deserve to die. I am not going to condone that cop's actions. I will not. I want to make that very fucking clear so we're on the same fucking page. But there has been yet, and I say the word yet, any evidence that this was a racial murder. Now, there was evidence of it being a racial murder with those fucking asshole rednecks who killed that one black guy, Joggin. Uh, mm-hmm. Ahmad is his name. There was evidence Ahmad of that. Ahmad Aubrey. There was evidence of that shit. Right? Yeah. There's total evidence of that shit. Right? Those fucking rednecks motherfuckers, fuck you. But there's no evidence that this, that this cop who killed George Floyd was racial. None yet. Mm. So I just I just... So I'm going to give you a wait. I'm going to give you a personal story, okay? To, I'm talking about no personal, bud. Well, I, well I'm going to give you a. Per, I'll give you a personal story just to 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 point why I I understand what you're saying that like the guy the cop didn't kill him simply because he was black, but you need that we to, know. I, I'm, I, I'm right. I'm, I just want to. Now that specific cop did have 17 incidents incidents against him, several which of he's which a piece. Piece of shit, cop. Yes, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And all the, and, and the other and the other ones who stood by and helped and watched and did nothing. Like you should have the, the, the freaking the the, the, the bald headed guy who was on the video, the, the the other cop, like hollering and sc- when they, when the when the people were hollering and screaming at him, like he should have walked over and said, Hey, look, we're four of us. Fucking put him in the car. You don't even you don't like you're you're killing him. Just there are four of us, he's not gonna get up and go anywhere. You got him cuffed. Just get up and put him in the car. Right. Okay. We have, but we have tasers. Yeah, so. like the guy's not going to do anything. The guy's fucking not going to no. do anything. Okay. No. So, so I'm going to give you a personal story. I was not. I was, when I was younger. I was into some relatively nefarious shit, stupid shit. Right. Now, part of some of the things that I was involved with, um, 
I happen to have come into contact with counterfeit money. I wasn't making it. I didn't know it was fake. It looked fucking real to me. Okay. I went. It was it was it was it wasn't a twenty dollar bill. It was a it was a five dollar bill, right? And I went to the store and I didn't know that it was counterfeit. I didn't fucking know it. Well, I didn't know any better. I was young and I went to a store, tried to buy something with the money, not knowing it was fake, right? And it wasn't just, it wasn't like it was five bucks, but it was, it, I used that bill as part of several other bills. And the cashier caught it and he's like, hey, this is, this is I think this is fake. And I was like, what? What do you mean it's fake? He goes, I think this is fake. He goes, I'm, he goes, I'm, not, I'm just not going to take this. And I says, all right. So I went, my, I went in my wallet. I pulled out another five. And it was a real one. He took it. And he says, okay. So I looked at it. Then I, upon closer, you know, discovery, closer, you know, looking at it. But yeah, this is pretty clear it's fake now that you can look at it. But the clerk and I just kind of joked about it. And I was like, yeah, sorry. I had no idea, you know. And, and I walked out of the store. The cops weren't called. Nothing bad ever happened. You're one of the very few people to know this story now that the the dust. I'm not one of so, few. The whole goddamn uh, world knows now. Right, right. And it was it was a total and complete misunderstanding that was of my own making. Don't get me wrong, but I I came into possession of it. Didn't know it was fake. Didn't think about it. Didn't realize it was whatever. And Trying to use it to buy something, the clerk said, "Hey, I'm not gonna, not going to take this. You got any, you, you got anything else? You got a credit card? You got any more money?" I pulled out a, a five, regular five, and I gave it to the guy, and it was it was no big deal. Okay, so then tell that's me the exact real quick. scenario. That's the exact scenario that happened with, with 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 George Floyd because he was black. The cops got called on him because he was. Black. We don't know that that speculation. We, that, no, no, we don't of know. Of course, it's I'm. I'm a little, I'm a little white kid, and I, and I, I'm a little white kid from from fucking Youngstown, Ohio, and 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 this happens, and it's just like, hey, you know, uh, this is fake. Look at it. Yeah, okay, it's fake. Here's another fight. Like, nothing bad happened. Nothing. I didn't. I don't have to worry about that shit, right? And George Floyd was fucking murdered. Because of the circumstances, because he was a black man, the cops got called on him. They chased him down. They 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 pinned him down, and then the fucking needle dick cop had to show off to the fucking crowd because they were telling him to get up, telling him to get up, telling him to get up. And he's going to sit there with his arm because because of the circumstance. You got a big you got a big black man. And a crowd of people around him saying, telling you to get up. He's saying, I can't breathe. He's begging for his life. But he got called, the cops got called on him because he was a black guy who had a counterfeit, who had a counterfeit uh, $20 bill or whatever the hell it was. And the cops got called on him. They chased him down. And they, they fucking murdered him. Like, but this, it's, but this it's also. because of my, it's because of my knowledge. Because I'm a white guy, I didn't get oh the cops God. called on me. Oh I'm my not God. apologizing yes. for. I'm not but apologizing guy, for who I am. I'm pr- I'm proud of my Italian heritage. Like, 
I'm incredibly proud of my Italian heritage. I have Italian tattoo. You know, you and I used to do a show together where you called me the, the Italian. Like, and I, I post pictures on my social media, me making freaking Sunday sauce from, from tomatoes. Okay, like it's, I'm proud of who I am. But I know that I don't have to worry about being murdered for, for doing, and that was clearly illegal. Like what happened was did, illegal. I should have, I should have been prosecuted. Did but you have an arrest record? From that? No, I never, did, nobody ever called nothing on that. No, I understand. I said it, but did you have a previous arrest record? Did you serve seven years in jail? So you, I do have a previous record. Let, I did no, not serve my, any time in jail, but I do have a, but I, I do have a record for several other things. Let's talk about what it does. It's irrelevant. What happened to the, it's irrelevant. What the guy's past was Jordan. It's not, like the guy, it's, not it, like the guy, it's not like the guy was a known counterfeiter who only dealt, dealt in counterfeit money. Like, there are thousands of circumstances. I'm sure that at some point in your life and everybody's life, they've gone to the grocery store, they swiped their debit card, it, got, you know, it, it came up declined, or they wrote a check that bounced. Like, shit happens to fucking people all the time. And I, 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 I grew up poor. I'm, I'm, I'm lower middle class now. Like, I'm not upper middle class. I'm... I'm a, I'm above the below and below the upper. If I can have a country music song in there, but like, I know that because I, I because of the privilege with which I was born, I know that I can do some kind of sort of minor infractions, even accidentally, and not be fucking murdered for them. That does not give me evidence of white fucking privilege universally in this nation. Does not. I will not accept that. And we go back to our my original point with you this morning, or this morning. This it feels like it because we've been talking for so long. And my, my original point with you in this conversation, which is, you have an inability to see anything past your nose, or that didn't specifically and directly happen to you. Oh my god! I, I, that's, that's how you are. That's, that's how you that are. That's your, how you are. That is your fucking interpretation of me. That is, that that's your interpretation of me. And I have You and I have been incredibly. Your interpretation is wrong. It is wrong. Period. It is wrong. I'm sorry that you don't believe that about yourself. It's true, though. I'm sorry you don't believe this about wanna... yourself, and you know that I you know that I love you as a friend. Like I absolutely, I consider you to be a brother to me, Jordan. And I and I and again I say I don't mean to hurt your feelings or you're to not change my fucking friends. feelings. You're not fucking hurt my feelings, but there's but you can't sit here and tell me that I can't see through my fucking fucking front of, of, my, of my fucking nose when I don't agree with overall universal white privilege. Of course, there's racist people in this world. There are racist black people. There are racist Asian people. There are racist Mexican people. There are racist white people. Like you can't there sit are, here. Yes, and there, I'm not denying so that there are, isn't racism. So then, so then, why are people saying, "Well, there's Mexican privilege, there's black privilege"? Like, what the fuck? And you know what? What is black news? privilege, Jordan? What is black privilege? You know, what is you want what black the, privilege is? You want black privileges? Black privileges is nothing, just like fucking white privilege. It doesn't. That's fucking where exist. you're wrong. Listen, that's where you're wrong, Jordan. That's where you're absolutely fucking wrong. You've got to be. You've got to recognize. You've got to recognize the fact that you that you have something that they don't have, Which and is that what? is the institution. That the institution is on your side. 
I'm not saying no, there's some nefarious Illuminati thing. It's the instant you have an opportunity. You have opportunities that others around you will never have, and so That's do I. True. And I'm not, not saying true. I'm not saying I'm. Listen, I'm not saying your problems aren't your big aren't big problems. I'm not saying your. I'm not talking about problems. I'm not talking about problems. I'm not. I'm saying. I'm speaking in. I'm speaking generally. Like, yeah, we all got fucking problems, and they're all as big as they are. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that your problems aren't as big as my problems, and my problems aren't as big as yours. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Like, we all got fucking problems, Jordan. But yours, you don't have to worry about driving down the road and being murdered. You don't have to worry about going into a storm being followed. Like. You don't have to worry about sitting there waiting for your friends and have cops called on you. That is you don't just have to worry so about stand, ridiculous. Stand, standing outside a convenience store and, and selling a and selling a uh, and selling a Lucy cigarette. You should never you, like. You don't have to and being murdered for it. You don't have wow. to worry about being. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about being a bird watcher in in Central Park and coming out of the bushes and having some and having some woman. You ask her. You ask her to put your dog on a leash, and that woman says, "I'm going to call the cops on on you and tell you tell them that there's a there, there's a black man threatening me." You don't have to worry about that, and that is white privilege. I'm not saying your problems aren't aren't big. I'm not saying you don't have uh, my problems are fucking huge to me. I'm not talking about fucking problems. Who who gives a fuck about problems? I'm not talking about problems. All right, but you're going to sit here and tell me that a kid like me, born in rural America, has more of a shot at uh, a, a middle-class, quote-unquote, life than a black kid in Compton? Absolutely not. It's yes, ridiculous. that is absolutely true. But you also That's have ridiculous. to understand. You also have to understand that... That's on a separate level, and we'll we'll get into the we'll get into and we'll have a whole two hour discussion on on the economics of this. But I'll give you a little. The system's not designed for you specifically, Jordan. You are a middle you are a you are a middle class like me. I'm lower middle class. You're lower middle class person. Like I'm talking economically speaking, we're we're above the below and below the upper. But the system is rigged against us. Because we're not, we weren't, we weren't born with the right name. We weren't born into the right families. We, 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 you know, this system is designed to keep us in, to keep us as as poor as as, as poor as they possibly can be. And and it, I'll give you, I'll give you loads of that. And that's that has been since the eighties that it's been that way. It's been that way since the eighties. So, but you, but what I'm saying is. So I'm not saying that you have it any easier. I'm not saying that you have it. You have it easier than the black person that was born in the same town that you were born in because you're white. I do. That's I do what. The, that's my point. Because do you don't agree. have to worry about it. I do have to worry about it because I've seen it before myself. I had to deal with it myself before because here's the difference. And here's what I think people like you and, and other people that I've had this discussion with who are probably listening live. It, you understand something, okay? I I don't want to say I don't see color because that's just like so fucking stupid. You know, it's like I don't see color. Well, what the fuck? You know, but it's like, like I just care if you're a good dude. Like, like I have seen racism, racism firsthand. Uh, there was a guy, I'm not going to say his name, him and I are still friends on Facebook. Uh, but there's a guy, uh, sixth, seventh grade, uh, who, who, who came to town for those years and his dad was black, his mom was white, his dad's in the army or whatever, and they relocate all the time, right? The guy currently lives in California way. 
And um, everybody made fun of him because he had a big fucking afro and he was a darker skin. Everybody made fun of him. I found out the kid liked uh, Resident Evil, the games, before the movies came out, mm-hmm. right? This was like 96, 97. I was like, you like Resident Evil? He's like, yeah. I was like, I like fucking Resident Evil. And him and I were best buddies for those two years before he got relocated, right? So I, I, I saw what the kid had to deal with. There are racist people. But I was just like, oh, you like the same things I do? Cool. And I know that you're saying, well, that just goes beyond your own nose. I understand why you're saying that, but when you but you can judge things off of what you personally see in your own fucking life, and I'm telling you that I, me as an individual person, do not think that white privilege is real. I think that is a racist thing to say to white privilege, and here's why I say that, because I said that I don't watch the news anymore, but last week I was watching the news, they were making me feel... And here's the thing. It's not me being sensitive, sir. My wife, who is liberal as the day is long, even said, I kind of feel guilty being white because that's the narrative. That's what they're trying to give us. You feel sorry that you're white. You apologize for slavery. Hey, NASCAR, you can't fly the Confederate flag anymore. What the fuck? Well, first of all, good. Like, when nobody should ever fly a Confederate flag fucking ever. And I know that you but agree with me on that. Right. No, I don't. And here's the thing. You can say, and the liberals can say, the Democrats can say, it's okay to kneel for the United States flag. It is not okay to burn the flag, but it's their right. That's what I hear liberals say all the time, right? It is the person's right to fly whatever fucking flag they want. If I want to flag, if, if I want to fly a goddamn woman sucking a dick or two guys sucking each other's dicks on a fucking bro, flag, bro, then that's bro, my bro, right. That's bro, my right. Bro, bro, on your private property, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's you want right. to fly? You want to? You yes, on your private property. What is the other person, everybody around you is right, is to also think that you're a fucking asshole if you want to fly a Confederate flag. I know you don't fly one, and, you know, but when you have these, when you, you can't, first of all, you, you shouldn't, you're not allowed to do things that are, that are offensive in public. Like, you just can't. Is it, is you, it you, offensive? You, because how many, how many, how many hip hop videos from the early 2000s did I see of black artists being draped with the Confederate flag, uh, having the Confederate... I mean, they're, 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 they're all over the place. Bro, they say you know what? Southern you, pride. Look, look. It no, is that's a Southern argument. pride. That's what it's the old black artists have said that, though. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. David Banner, if you remember that guy, uh, Chevy with the butterfly doors, that guy from the early 2000s, it, 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 he was all about it. That was his cover for his album art, and he said it's Southern Pride. Now, I'm not saying that David Banner, the rapper, speaks for every single black person in this country. And I'm not saying that the Confederate flag actually means Southern Pride to these people anymore. These people meaning anybody who flies it. But my only argument is, is that is their right. And I see black artists wave that flag. I've seen it. <coughs> how is Bro. how am I wrong when I've seen them do it? First of all, okay. So again, like you're 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 taking you're 
you're adding two plus two and getting potato. Like ah, your favorite. Yeah. Like you, you need to know. Like if you want to, if you want to, if you want to fly a rebel flag, right? Fly the flag of the thirteen colonies rebelling against against England, like. The, the, the flag with the circle stars, right? Like, that's a rebel flag. Fly the don't tread on me flag, whatever. But that flag is a symbol of treason. It is a... it to, At this point in our history, if you fly one, you're a fucking racist. You know that yeah, that... You know that... You know that... You know exactly what... The, we know exactly what that flag... But you're not answering my question. Why is it okay for the African American hip hop culture down in the South to wave it for each other and say this is our Southern pride and we embrace this? But now it's but 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 now but now NASCAR's for this, like fuck off for the, for the same for the same reason that they for the same reason that they reclaimed a word that was used against them as a derogatory term and is a derogatory term when used against them, but it's been reclaimed by them to normalize it, to say fuck you to the people who oppressed them for years. I have a question. I have a question, and I know how you're going to react to this question, but I I feel it's, it's a legitimate question in 2020. This isn't 2080, 2080, Jesus Christ. This isn't 1980. This isn't 1990. This isn't 1950s. This is 2020, right? Why do I feel that the media is telling me that I should apologize and feel bad for slavery towards the black community? Because they need to, because 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 today's media on all levels. I'm not talking about the concept of fake news. uh, Media on all levels. Their entire goal is to sell advertisement. They they present to you the quote-unquote news in a certain light that, that so that one target demographic watches their programs and then they sell that target demographic to corporations who pay them billions of dollars a year to advertise on their programs. Okay. Whose target so, market... So, they, so the, 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 all levels of the media, their entire goal is to sell advertising. Okay. The way they sell advertising is by putting things on their programs that make you watch them, and they sell the ratings. They say we have these this many million of pe- million people that fit into that are. I'm just going to pick something random. Twenty age twenty five to forty five, liberal uh, or conservative folks that make this kind of money, and they do this, and they do that, and they do this, right? So they go after companies who say, that's my target market. That's who I sell to. So they're like, oh, great. You sell to them. We have them as a captive audience. You should give me $10 million every, every quarter to put 30 seconds worth of air, uh, advertisements on so they go buy your products uh, every, every hour. Great. Right. That's, that's, so- their, that's their goal. So they, 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 the, me, the news, sensa- the quote-unquote news is now entertainment news in a bubble that is designed for only the people who watch it. And it, it's, it's presented in such a way that it keeps you having to feel like you watch it or wanting to, or making you feel a certain way, etc., etc., etc. So you, so now, 
I'm not asking you to feel guilty. I'm not telling you to feel guilty. Nobody's telling you to feel guilty. But the news is being presented in a way to make you feel guilty so that you watch, continue to watch their shows so that they can sell more advertising. So then why is it a terrible thing right now? And why are people getting beat the fuck up on the streets when they say all lives matter? Because to say all lives matter, because when you say all lives matter, it literally means all except black people's lives. That's not what it means. That's exactly oh what it means. God, that's fucking that's exactly not, what it means. And to say anything is. less is to not recognize the problem. The reason you say I'll black say, lives matter I'll because say, it, I do because I'll, I'll, because the reason you say black lives matter is you is it's basically you're literally saying black lives matter too. To say black lives matter literally means everybody's life fucking matters, but black lives matter too. That doesn't when make any say, fucking all, sense. That doesn't make any sense when you say all lives, all lives is white, Mexican, black, big, Asian. That's all lives. But that's not what it means. That's it's the, it's sure. the same con. It's the same con. It's the same concept of where of, of 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 waving a rebel flag. It's the same concept of where waving a Confederate flag, Jordan. It's the same thing. Yes, it is. To say all lives matter literally means white lives matter. When you That's say black, li- when you say black lives matter, it means black lives matter too. Black lives matter as much as white lives. Black lives don't matter less than anybody else's because black lives fucking matter too. I exactly I'm, I'm what that means, Jordan. No, I, I I can't agree. And here's the thing: if and if and if that actually is true, then it should say. Black Lives Matter too, because here's the thing: I'm not on the side of Black Lives Matter. I'm the side of every I'm single figure. life. Every if you are life. on the, if you're on the side of, if you are on, if you believe that all lives matter truly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you believe that Black Lives Matter, and then you should fucking say Black Lives Matter, Jordan. When not. you say all lives matter, when you say all lives matter, it literally means all white lives matter. And I don't give no. a fuck about anybody else. No. I don't. That's what it means. Absolutely not. And that's and, and see, that's where that's where this crazy narrative has just come into our fucking society. That's where this crazy nonsense has come into play. Just because I'm a white guy doesn't mean that I cannot support what black people do. It's 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 it's, it's absolutely nonsense. It's junk food. It's liter it's it's literally mind boggling. The sensitivity that is going on in this fucking country. It's crazy. I, I just, I don't understand it. I and am it's proud. pissed me off. I am proud to live in this time when people are standing up for their rights or fucking kneeling for their rights. I am more than fucking proud when people have no choice but to use their stage to kneel to prove a fucking point to the fucking idiots who think it's about a fucking flag. So then I am, you are... I am so proud. I am so glad that we are going to come out of this on the other side knowing that we're going to be able to have folks that are fucking equal at the end. So, you know, Sonia here on her message board agreed with you and said, so am I. So you got you got a little bit of you got a little bit of support there. But so then so then uh, thank you, Sonia, for your comment. So Sonia, right? Uh, Sonia. Yep. Sonia. Okay, so then what the fuck did Drew Brees say that was so fucking terrible to get him fucking uh, tarred and feathered, for God's sakes? So, 
because because he missed the fucking point. The reason these athletes these the reason the athletes kneel during the anthem is because they have this tiny little stage that all of America is watching that they can say we have a fucking problem. And I refuse and they refuse to and they re, and they kneel in remembrance of the brothers and sisters that they lost to the institutional problems that have that 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 have existed in this country since its fucking in, inception. Let's just answer my okay. question. What did Bruce let's answer my question. What did Drew Brees because do he, that was so wrong? He, he I don't I don't remember what his post was verbatim. But what it wasn't he a post, it was a video. It was a video. So he what, just said, hey, he said, and I will quote you. I know you're getting frustrated because I want you to understand what he said, which was nothing wrong. He said, hey, look, I have family that's in the military. I don't like that people kneel or disrespect the flag. You know, you want to protest school, but I don't like it. And then, boom, and, fucking, fucking raped. Raped. So he said you've nothing gotta, wrong. You, you've got you've to understand. They're not – what his what he said – was in in a, was his he proved his po- he proved his ignorance of the fact of what's the problem is because he has white privilege he wasn't able oh to he didn't understand he didn't understand the problem and then he was led to understand what the problem was and like a decent human being he said I was wrong now I get it now I understand and even his apology wasn't correct and that's what and that his first apology wasn't right and then he said you know what. Holy shit! I was fucking wrong. Oh, like he adults he, adults change their minds because they're free because they're be, when they become educated. Okay, children <laughs> dig dig their heels in deeper in the face of education and in the face of becoming more open and and, and, and learning new things because he because he realized and he comprehended like it's not about the flag. They're not disrespecting the flag. They're not disrespecting. They're not disrespecting the armed service members. They're not disrespecting anybody. What they are doing is they're saying, "My brothers and sisters are being murdered by systemic racism." Or excuse me, because of systemic racism, and you're and because I have this captive audience and y'all are looking at me, I'm going to kneel in memory of them as well. The problem isn't so, that they're kneeling. The problem isn't that they're kneeling, Jordan. The problem is that we have a fucking society in which they have to kneel to prove their point to say black lives fucking matter too. That's the problem. I, they're not disrespecting oh anybody. They're not but disrespecting okay him, anybody. But it's okay. But but it's totally okay for him not to disrespect anybody for wearing fucking socks with fucking pigs and, and fucking cop heads on. That's totally fucking fine, right? He's not he's not disrespecting anybody. It's just, this is ridiculous. Hold on here. Sonia says something here. Sonia says, thank you for this conversation. Uh, it is only when we can have an open forum where people can discuss such a sensitive subject, we can begin to make a change. Sonia, thank you again exactly. for your comment. That's really awesome. And I really do appreciate your comment. So does Ed. I, I know you do, Ed. Thank you, Sonia. Continue to listen, too. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is Ed and I are at the different forms of the spectrum. Uh, it just, it just... It is. It's. It's not right for Catmere to fucking wear uh, uh, the pig faces with uh, with a uh, goddamn uh, uh, 
police hats on. That's ridiculous. Okay, you can't you, you can't you you can't use what about isms in society anymore. Five year olds do that. So he okay. So he he shouldn't have wore those socks, but he did it to prove a point. Okay, that fucking cops are killing black people, and they have been for a long fucking time. They what have is your been. Argument? So he what so he argument? used his platform and. He used his platform, and it's good that somebody got upset and offended because he's trying to prove a point. He's trying. He was trying to prove a point. He used he used what little stage he had to say. These people are killing my brothers and sisters, and you oh need to Jesus understand. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, Colin Kaepernick, the guy who understands struggle and pain, who was adopted by rich white people. And, Again, yeah. what about isms? What about isms? What about isms? You cannot go. You want to talk? Listen, I, it's it, it's I, about the it's about it's about the thousands the the thousands of black men and women that have been killed over the last several hundred years. Simply, look the people the. the 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 people that were the black people that were lynched because they looked at a black or a white woman, the the people the, the the black men that are driving down the road saying, "Excuse me, officer, why am I being pulled over?" That are being fucking shot for being uppity black folks because that's the system in which they fucking have to worry about. That's the system they I'm live gonna, in. That's the system in which your privilege permits you to not fucking, no fucking have privilege. to worry about. And I'm just going to have to bury my fucking head, head in the goddamn sand and let for this shit to blow over because this is fucking ridiculous. I, if you I cannot, bury your head in the sand, this. Jordan, you're not going to come out of the end this. of this a better person. If you I, bury I your head in the sand, you are because, a part of the problem. I am not part of the problem because I'm not fucking racist. I don't see fucking black people go, oh, N-word, this shit. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I will not is, stand for this. I will not stand if you, for this. If you, st- if you stand, if you, if you sit back in silence, you are equally a par- as much as a part of the problem. You, we, I we, will, you, should be, you should be marching with the people. Your friends, I will not your, be marching. Your, I will not be marching. Of course you marching. fucking won't. Of course you, know, you won't. won't because be you don't believe don't that black it. lives matter. I don't, don't you fucking say that. See, there you go again with your bullshit. It's not that I don't believe that black people's lives don't matter. It's not believe I don't believe any other race lives don't matter. It's the point that I don't believe in what they're actually preaching. Why is it? Why is it that I have to sit here and stand for and believe, right, that black lives matter? Because they My fucking life matters. Jordan. So does mine. So does Asians. So does Mexicans. So does Jews. All of and them. that's Everybody's the point they're trying mad. to make. That's, that's the not point they're, they're trying that's to make. That making. is the point. That's the point of the movement. That's the point of the movement. And the fact that you're upset and the fact that you're offended is the fucking point. Because maybe at the other end of this, you'll understand the problems that they fucking had and you'll learn from it. God damn it. I will never learn from it because I don't agree with it. Obviously. That. Obviously. I do not, and I that's do the not point. agree with it. That's the point. That's the, that's the whole point. It should make you uncomfortable. It should make you uncomfortable. It should make you question things because that's the fucking point. Because you've had been able to live, and I say you, in the, in the pejoratives, I mean all of us, all of us white people have been able to live in a society that we don't, we don't have to worry and we don't have to be made uncomfortable when we walk into a store. But my fucking friends have. I, 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 no, no. 
I ha- because I have personal relationships with folks. I've been in I've been in stores with them when we've been fucking followed, Jordan. I've been in places in restaurants when they get when we get dirt when we get fucking dirty looks. Like I'm not say- I'm not here to say some of my best friends are black. No, what I'm saying is, is these people are people that I love, Jordan, and I know what they go through only because of what they tell me and because of the three instances that I just named where I was, I saw it, but that's not something I have to live with every day because of the privilege with which I was born. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that my life isn't hard, Jordan. I'm not saying that your life isn't hard. I'm not saying that the poor white people's lives aren't hard. They are hard. They're incredibly hard, and that's because the that's because the oligarchy in which we live has been designed against you. But you also don't have to worry about well, my life sucks, but at least I ain't fucking that guy. That's the problem. And wow. I hope, and I hope, and I pray, Jordan, that at the end of this, at the end of this, you grow as a better, as you grow as a person. That we as a I society understand, obviously. Obviously, obviously, you're not going to learn. You're not going to learn that you can't. There's no point in having a further conversation with you, Jordan, because you're not going to learn. You're not going to understand. You're not going to. You're not going to. You don't because you don't want to. Because it's uncomfortable for you. Because you don't want to admit the. Because you don't want to admit the fact that you and I have things that we're able to do in society because we're fucking white. It's just not true, and I understand. I understand. I like I said. I'm going to tell. I, I was my I, I my great grandmother. It's not about the, my I great gra- this, my Ed. great grandmother. My great grandmother was an indentured servant, right? Beca- how many because of time, a lot of Italian Americans were indentured servants in this country. A lot of Asian Americans are still indentured servants in this country, where they have to they have to pay they have to pay the Chinese mafia to come here and have a restaurant, and they pay on a ninety percent fucking vig. And that's why that's they because they want to come to this country because what they thought was this is the most beautiful, wonderful country in the world. And I still believe that we that this experiment of America is the greatest fucking thing in the history of the world. And we are at a crossroads right now. We are at a crossroads right now. And we can we can either go down the path that's hard, that's difficult, where we have tough discussions but at the end at the end of that road it's we we become better together or we can go down the fucking easy path sweep it under the rug which we've been doing for hundreds of years and the problem only gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger i will not sit here and agree with you at all that white privilege is a thing i and i said that you were telling me this and i said that you are telling me this, but I will not apologize for being white. I will not kiss a black person's feet like they parade on the media the past few days. I will not. I will not kiss anybody's feet. I don't even kiss my wife's fucking foot. I ain't gonna do it. I'm an American taxpaying citizen in this country, and I don't care what fucking color you fucking are. Everybody has equal opportunity, and if you do not agree with that, Fine. Just like I don't agree with you saying that I have privilege. Because I don't have privilege. And privilege to me does not mean that I don't have problems. When you say privilege, the way it's been presented to me, especially with this conversation and what the media is telling us, is that I feel should, I should feel sorry for slavery. I should feel sorry 
And I'm sorry that white people are so fucking terrible to the black community. That's what they want me to say. Because that's what they're telling me in the news. And I will not. I, I, I just won't. And I don't believe in Black Lives Matter because of the way you're saying it. I don't agree with it. I believe that every single person has a right in this country. I believe every single person has a right to a free trial. I don't believe that George Floyd was was should have been murdered. It's ridiculous that he was murdered. I'm on that side. And I find it very, very interesting that us as a society, generally, universally, overall, all agree, white, brown, black, Asian, whatever, agree that George Floyd was murdered. We all agree with that. I just, I just don't understand what else anybody wants. What do you want? You don't want to have, you want to defund the police? Hell, even Biden said he wasn't going to do that shit. And uh, Sony's talk, just uh, one more here. She said, it's not that anyone else's life doesn't matter. It's not that anyone else's life doesn't matter. Yes, Sony, you're right. Correct. It's not that. But, but, but the thing is, the reason why I have a problem with this Black Lives Matter thing, Sonia and, and Ed, is... I, I just I just don't feel that we have to sit here and say, well, okay, well, black lives matter. Well, of course they do. So does white. So does Asian. I mean, everybody does. But, but then when you add, but, but Ed, do you say, but black lives matter means, you know, them too. Well, that's not the narrative that they're telling me. That's not what I see when I turn that on the news. That is the narrative. That is, that is the narrative that they're that's the that is the narrative that they're telling you. You just refuse to listen to it I listen because to it's it not it's night. not what you want. It's not what you want. Whatever. I do not agree with that statement at all because I hear it every single fucking night. I don't. I don't. I just. I just. I just. I just don't see it, Ed. I just don't see this. 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 This nonsense to me. I, it's just. It's. I, I just don't know, man. Like it's. It's crazy to sit here and. To have this discussion with you on this, I just I don't know what anybody wants me to do. I will not protest because I don't agree with the protest. What what all we're all it, all they're asking you to do is just is just acknowledge the fact that Black Lives Matter, Jordan. And when you say all lives matter, it is equally as it is equal to flying a Confederate flag. That is your opinion. I do not agree with that. It's not an opinion, Jordan. It's it's one of those it's, it's one of those things. It's not no, it is not an opinion. It's not an opinion. It's not an opinion, Jordan. To say black lives matter means black lives matter too. Not just not just white guys, not just white people. We have we have matter, yeah. we have an, we have an institutional problem in this country. Now you mentioned defunding the police. Now that's fucking stupid nobody wants to we, you shouldn't defund the police but we need to reform police departments we need to reform the police departments on all levels we should ban chokeholds we should ban use of, of of force in the way that these things have happened we need to we need to ensure that cops have Real educations. They should have criminal justices, criminal justice degrees. You know, you can, you know, you can, you can be a cop in nineteen months, but it takes you, but it take, but it takes you two, four years 
to be uh, two years to be a, a cosmetologist in this country. You should have to have a criminal justice degree, and you should and you should have uh, sixteen hundred, if not two thousand, hours of training before you could be a cop. You know Nobody wants. To, we should not defund. We should not defund police departments, but we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have the police being called for mental illness problems. That that money that goes to the that money that, that the money that goes to police departments, they get that when they get called for people that uh, are having mental health crises, crises. That they come when they come when when somebody's overdosed on drugs. When they come, they, they come to get a, a cat out of a tree. You know, you, you that it's that they you put these people that are that are. Undertrained and underpaid, they should because of all the training that we that they should that they the reform that we should be that we should uh, put in place or, or include trains. We should pay them more, okay? But you, you, it's a it's an institutional issue that has come from the top that is that is that has never been solved in this country because people are afraid to have the tough conversations. So, and uh, as much as you and I disagree, as much as you and I disagree, at least we're having the tough conversations as as friends, and we can argue and we can fight and we can mf each other, and still at the end of the day, I can embrace you as my brother. But I need you to understand that this is something on, upon which we fundamentally disagree, and there will be no reconciliation I, I, that I can see. Well, uh, we're going to close out the show here before we get our last arguments, and. Uh, Sony just came back and said that she believes that there needs to be reform uh, as well. So I'm going to go off with my closing statement and where I am, what side I am on. And I'll make this very clear. And uh, Sony here has been very vocal on our message board, so I'll, I'll also speak to her too. I understand that there is racism in this country. I'm not stupid. I understand that there are racist people. I get that. And those people are pieces of shit. And those people need to be dealt with, with hopefully a better system to put in place for those people. But for me, the way it's presented to me, I will not say black lives matter. I will say every American life matters because every American, in my opinion, life matters. George Floyd was murdered by a white cop. We've seen the video. He was unjustly murdered. I agree. So does every single person in this country agrees. The guy was murdered. It was on video. Those, those cops will go to jail. We know this. But I will not stand out in protest. I will not go with Black Lives Matter because I do not agree with what they are saying. I believe everybody in this country has a chance to be something better than what they were and to become something better than what they wish to become. I also feel that you are a product of your environment and that sometimes your environment weighs you down. I get that. But you have an opportunity still to go. There are scholarships up the fucking ass, especially for the black community. To help, Thanks, you get out to help you get out of the situation that you may be currently in. But to sit here and say that universally, the United States overall as a whole is a racist country, I will not agree with you. 
That's why I will not stand with you, and that's why I will not protest with you. This country overall is not racist. And I do not believe that cops, especially white cops, personally drive around and seek out white men to kill. I'm sorry, black men to kill. I do not see that. I do not see white cops driving around saying, hey, look, there's a black guy. Let's go ahead and bother him. I don't see it. And I will not agree with white privilege because it's not about, oh, my life is tough. That's not what it means to me when people say white privilege. And this is the end of my end of my paragraph here. I believe when you say white privilege, you're saying that you need to apologize for being white. And why do I feel that way? Because that's what they're telling me I should feel. They mean in the media. Them being PlayStation Network. Why is it that I go on PlayStation Network and I play Call of Duty with my friends and as soon as I log in, it says a big, huge thing about Black Lives Matter? What does Black Lives Matter have to do with Call of Duty? I don't know. Somebody please tell me. Why is they're it using that them, Again, they're using their little platform to present the information to you that, once again, you're choosing to reject. I will reject they're sh- they're telling you. They're telling you all these, all these companies... I'm sorry that it took them so long, but they're finally coming to the realization that fucking Black Lives Matter. Are they actually doing it, Ed, or are they doing it because it's fucking popular? Are they actually care? Do you actually fucking think? Do you actually think that a CEO of Infinity Ward who makes Call of Duty, do you actually fucking think that the CEO of Nickelodeon who went black for eight minutes and 36 seconds really gives a fucking shit? No! They're doing they it do because now. it's what's popular. And that's the point. They don't care. They're, they don't care. They don't care. They do they not. Do, listen, they do it because they it's do. popular. And that cynical fucking attitude is exactly the fucking problem, Jordan. They don't. I was playing a hockey game before I went on the show with you tonight two hours ago, and there was a whole thing about Black Lives Matter. Do you think the NHL gives a shit? They're doing it because it's popular. Why did the CEO of CrossFit get fired yesterday, Ed? Because he was on audio saying that our company is not going to mourn George Floyd. So the fucking board fired him. Good. Good. That good. That is bullshit. We're not going to mourn a guy for being killed. So fire him. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yes, and good. The CEO CEO of CrossFit said, understand, this was the audio. He said that I understand that what's going on is really terrible and he never should have died. But we are an athletic company. We have other things that we have to do to focus on for our company. We are not going to mourn George Floyd. We're going to move on. And focus on our business. And the next day, the board fired him. And you say good. that's good, and I say that is unfucking American. Well, because the America that you want to live in isn't fucking 1950 anymore, Jordan. I don't understand how that's 1950. The guy just said we're not going to mourn somebody who gets. This conversation would not happen if that was a white cop killing a white guy. But because this happened to be a black guy being killed by a white guy, now this conversation is fucking happening. All right, you know what? I'm do- I'm done with this conversation, Jordan. Close the show because you're not gonna do. You're you listen. You're I'm not gonna sit here and listen to your fucking racist bullshit anymore. End the show. I don't know how to I'm, send done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I'm you're done. Good. Just end the show. End the show. Right. See you later.